0: Welcome back to Bit Different, everybody. This is the
1: and this is Rob. Hi. How? <laughs> How's it going?
0: I'm good. How's it going?
1: Not too bad. What have you been up to? Another week, another week.
0: I'm still what? alive. That's good. That's one That's... step closer to death.
1: Yeah. I was like, is that y- yes or immortality? No one knows.
0: Ah, the gates of Valhalla. I think. <laughs> I just watched Mad Max, so there you go. Aha. Yeah. Uh, what have I been up to? We won at the LA Film Festival, grand prize. What? Yeah. So, and then there was Eve, did the red carpet, did the whole thing. I think I told that last week, but I just found out this past week that we won the Muse Award.
1: Congratulations. So That's amazing. We've been
0: in, if you look us up on IMDb, we have like a 9.3 rating, and um, New York Times has been all over us. And so, hopefully, I mean, it's a small film, but hopefully we get, like, a good circulation of, like, smaller theaters Well, yeah, I was hoping that, US. like,
1: from there, you might, like, that should lead some better distribution deals down the line. That's, That's what we're hoping. Yeah, fingers That's, crossed. That's exciting. Yeah,
0: I know. Oh, my God, I made it into Congrats. a good film. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and I did the,
0: I mean, I feel like, the, you know, my part is only literally, like, an hour and a half into the movie, and I'm in it for two minutes, let's say. But it's a good
1: two minutes. Yeah, but, you as Donna. Apparently, people love it.
0: And then there was Jonna. <laughs> but I just say, you know what? My whole imprint is all over the film. And I'm in every scene because I did the makeup for the whole Seriously. film. So there you go.
1: Every time you watch any person in that movie, you <laughs> are seeing you. Your work.
0: me. Nice. Yeah, so thanks. Saw Wonder Woman again.
1: So number four.
0: Fourth time broke my record. My lifetime record has been broken for the movie I've seen the most times in the theater. Well, congratulations. Thank you. It was hard because I love the film, but we had, it's still sold out what? everywhere. Really? Yeah. So we had to see the 1030 showing, which isn't late, but we didn't get out of the theater until like... It's pretty late because you didn't get out of the theater until almost, almost yeah, 1. Yeah, it was like 1245 if, probably. Yeah. So I, around midnight, I was starting to get dozing off, which is sad because... My favorite parts are towards the end when it gets really emotional. So I was like, damn it.
1: I wanted to be <laughs> in
0: it. But, and the last thing I did was I went to the gallery 1988 um, on Melrose.
1: What was the uh, what was the exhibit?
0: It, Mattel. So uh-huh. they have like She Ra, they have um, Monster High. Yeah. I yeah. think they're dolls. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: No, I, I actually did a sizzle reel for Monster High's, uh, like, Consumer products. Oh, really? Yeah, that it was to a song that is super catchy about hmm. Monster High. I can't I remember what it's called now, but it was um, real catchy. I'm
0: more of a Barbie girl
1: in a but Barbie like, world.
0: Yes, exactly. But Barbie pre um, pre PC Barbie, mm. where everybody knows your name. <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> I like the supermodel Barbies. I know. Well, it's, I'm Gold not figure. saying I'm a Monster High fan. I'm just familiar that it exists. I know you have all the dolls. Don't lie to well, me. I just love Frankie as <laughs> well. And, yeah, so they had some really cool art. They had, like, some Liechtenstein, She-Ra-type stuff. They had um, a cowl from she which is, like, the a yellow kind of bird-like owl creature. They had, like, a... He must have been made of felt or twine or... Who knows? But he looked like this really cool stuffed animal they had on display. They had... Um, Remember, um, Food Fighters, they had, like, Food Fighter art, they had really cool He-Man art, so, I mean, Mattel, but... Yeah.
1: uh, I like Gallery 1988. Yeah, and my
0: friend, Jeff Granito, did a Barbie piece, which is really cool and retro and fun-looking and really bright, and so, yeah, so it was a good... Good show. Nice, I recommend
1: some modern pop culture.
0: Yeah. So if you're in LA and if you're near Melrose, go check it out. It's free to get in.
1: All the stuff's still up. Go for it. Very nice. How about you? Um, well, I've been trying to get back to normal life again now that E3 is over. Shut like, up, you. Normal life. But uh, work's keep me busy. So I guess that's the new normal, which is good. Um, and then uh, <laughs> right now I'm trying to think what else is happening. Um Uh, Todd and I are currently babysitting. We are taking on a second pug right now. Oh, pug love. Which, uh, so... A special little man has joined our family for uh, the next couple days, and you can cut the sexual tension with a knife. Ooh. He loves Braddock. He must be a young baby. Yeah, he's five, and Braddock's 11, and she's having none of it. <laughs> uh, but he is just very, very, very persistent. They're very cute together. She's like, You
0: don't want to go through these cobwebs, baby. <laughs> <laughs> so, I
1: mean, like, uh, hopefully that will calm down and they can just uh friends (laughs) yeah cohabitate and yeah like they'd be be better as friends um but they're very cute he is a
0: very handsome
1: pug he is he's a good looking baby yeah um and then um lastly this is kind of a new thing for me and todd uh like i guess we're kind of shabby chic dumpster divers now which is what not the most attractive uh like actual dumpster diving no no we actually we've not gone into any dumpsters okay um but we have (laughs) however we are in the process of um Upcycling uh, some sort, some discarded furniture. Oh, I've done that. It's so fun. Yeah. Well, it's, I mean, like you, yeah, paint them, sand them, recreate them. That's what he's doing. Because at my, I mean, like the first apartment I ever had by myself, I was walking Braddock one morning at like six a.m. and I found this really great IKEA shelf that I kind of always wanted, um, and so I carried it home while walking the dog, and like so, my one of my bookshelves was found on the street. Um, I don't know if and- I've ever like refurbished an ikea piece but i have well, not like refurbished some like old like wood furniture i didn't refurbish ikea i just used it you just took it well because it was it was like, it was very simple where it was somebody like somebody just tossed it out because yeah. they were moving and yeah. it was like in perfect condition okay um and it, cause it was sense. like the just horizontal wood pieces and like three of them and then um it's sort of feet to so the bookshelf and what suspended them were like these metal arches oh was, okay cool really oh yeah simple. yeah it was great um nice But like, so there's been two things that we grabbed from this, this recent uh, one man's trash is another
0: man's treasure. Okay. Um, It's like Jurassic Park up in here.
1: Yeah. Well, like, (laughs) so I found out today, I walked into the house and I saw these two chairs sitting in our living room and I was like, did you buy chairs? And it turns out um, down the street, uh, there were two, uh, I forgot, Todd looked up what they're called and I think he priced them at like 200 bucks each. They're like faux bamboo blah, 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 chairs or something. Um, he took like off
0: Tommy Bahama.
1: Uh, thank God. No. Oh. Um, but, like, he took off the cushions because they were kind of like old and shitty and um, the chairs were kind of like dirty and gross and he cleaned them and they look much nicer now. And he's about to like sand them down, repaint them and uh, reupholster them. So because he's watching too much HGTV, if you ask me. Oh, um, but that could be good. Yeah, no, it's, My it's table, making it be handy.
0: That white one used to be brown and shabby and shitty looking and i sanded the whole thing and painted it white and now i mean i need to repaint it right
1: now but it looked pretty cool for a while <laughs> well todd well, todd was inspired so now he is um yeah he's uh gonna refinish those chairs and then over the weekend um i went to uh i woke up at like 3 p.m like you do oh, God, and of course decided it was time for breakfast whatever you know like breakfast or like when does. Lunch, whatever. Yeah. And uh, I drove to Chipotle. And um, on Beverly here, there used to be a uh, one building that was both a shop house and a Chipotle. And shop house is like their Southeast Asian. Oh, yeah, I know.
0: Thing. It was connected. It's yeah. gone.
1: It's gone. Shop house nationwide. Gone.
0: So what's connected to it now? Did uh, they just expand an, the Chipotle?
1: No, there's an empty space next to it. I, there, I think the rumor is they're going to build like a burger place there because I think they're trying to make like a Chipotle style burger building thing where like you just go down um, there. Like
0: an just, um, umami?
1: No, it's like, the, I mean, like, you know, because Chipotle is like the subway of burritos where they start building it as you go down the line. Gotcha. I think they're going to do that with the burger. Like you just build up your stuff or Patty goes in and here's your burger. And so I would like like a ramen place there. Oh, um, I would love that. Okay, yeah. So, um, but yeah. So, uh, Shop House was one of my favorites. I love. I'd never been there. Oh, it's so good. Um, I love that sort of food. And um, Todd didn't love it. He said it always kind of smelled like feet. Yeah. Um, it just it has a very sort of. Uh, I don't know. had an interesting sort of smell to it. It's very, you know, Southeast Asian deliciousness. There is peanut sauce involved. Okay. Um, And, like, curry and stuff. It was really good. I liked it. It was kind of spicy. Hmm. Um, But, like, one of the best features of every shop house was they had these the entire wall of sriracha. And it was just regular old sriracha rooster sauce, just the normal. And you could
0: just grab it off and use it?
1: Yeah. Like, they they had that many bottles. That way, like, there could be a bottle for every table. And so, and it was kind of a fun little feature on the wall to have this like wall of the same hot sauce. I do love sriracha. I put it in everything.
0: I even will like put like avocado, cottage cheese, and sriracha together and it tastes good
1: in the morning. I used to dip my nuggets, my chicken nuggets in sriracha and my fries really over
0: the barbecue sauce.
1: I'm typically not a sauce guy for my nuggets. I kind of like my nuggets Mm. dry, which makes me weird. You're a dry nug. I am. But uh sriracha though makes everything better. I used to put a sriracha on my Taco Bell, like
0: But then it doesn't taste like Taco Bell. Yeah, exactly. I love the Anything taste to fix that. Of Taco Bell. That grade F meat is
1: <laughs> the bomb <laughs> with those
0: spices. So good. Fire sauce, I'm there.
1: So well sriracha makes it better. Um mm. but like so they had these like uh metal um shelves that are about the width of a bottle of sriracha from the wall. Like, and, um, they had this, like, just rack of sriracha and, um, I was leaving Chipotle and I noticed a bunch of yellow metal lying against the wall behind shop house. And I was like, it looks like a weird erector set. And I was like, oh, wait a second. It is an erector set. That was the sriracha wall shelf. Oh no. It made me sad because it was like seeing the corpse of like one of the, like, it was like seeing one of the best features of one of my favorite things that's now dead just like there leaning against the wall being sad you know how sad that statement is it was really sad it's a chop house right <laughs> and so chop house says Shop house so sad good one though uh so i came home ate my food talked to dodd and he mentioned something about he's like what have they done anything with shop house yet and i was like oh no but it, it's funny you should ask because i saw these shelves and he was like really could we use those or anything? And I was like, I don't think so. Like, I don't know if we have even wall space in our apartment for these things. And plus they're narrow. I don't know what we put in them. Like it just seems, it just seemed like it could be a waste. Cause they're really long. Like the shelves are about, um, probably three and a half feet long. Uh, and so toys, it's like record. So, the more we talked about it, we were like, maybe we could find a use for these things. And then we were like, well, let's, we'll go, we'll go, we'll grab them. If, we don't find a use for them, fine, we'll throw them away again. Yeah. Or they're ours now. Yeah. So we went we we went over there. They were still there. We got three of them. So now those are in the back at our apartment, uh, waiting to be repainted. And then we're gonna hang them. I think we're gonna hang them in the bedroom and we're gonna use it to like hang so put some pictures up there and like just cause it's a nice sort of shallow shelf. Yeah. Um. And also, it's kind of fun to at least have like a piece of shop house still. I think
0: it'd be cute if you, yeah, leaned them up and put like your favorite records and some candles on there. Yeah, and it'll be
1: like cute. Todd singing maybe some cacti a succulent. He loves his succulents. Okay. And so, <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, I think it could be it could be really fun. Um. So Todd has two projects now, both uh refinishing some chairs and painting those bright yellow shop house shelves. That's cool. Um. Because yeah, like it. Uh, it was definitely not something I thought we were going to do. Um, but, I like a good project. Yeah, and I mean and it is it is nice cuz like it really I mean this sounds so lame. Um when shop house closed it really bummed me out. And so it's kind of nice to actually get like a little piece of it in our apartment so I can remember the good
0: times. Do so you even know where chop shop house is from? The shop now chop house.
1: Like like where like where it originated? Is it from LA? I think their first location might have been in LA. Hmm. I'm not sure, but I mean they're all gone now. Like they completely shut that entire division down. I wonder if it was owned by anybody. It was owned by Chipotle.
0: Oh, it was owned by Chipotle. Mm-hmm.
1: You could use a Chipotle gift card at ShopHouse. Oh wow! I yeah, didn't like know that. they are like. Do they the own anything
0: everybody. else other than Chipotle now?
1: Well, they own this burger thing that they're trying to gotcha. make happen. So, um, gotcha. yeah. So, anywho, now cool. uh, ShopHouse is alive and well, kind of in our apartment. No. Yeah. That's cute. I was telling Todd that we just need to go to the store and buy a bunch of bottles of Sriracha and put those up in the shelves. Yeah. He didn't laugh No, or um, agree with me. No. I don't agree either. What? I thought you said you those... liked Sriracha. I mean, one bottle, yeah, but <laughs> not a wall of Sriracha. Yeah. <laughs> I think I actually have a photo somewhere um, in my my phone. God, uh, you really so, did love that place. Well, I mean, like, t- I talked to a picture of me eating there, and you can see it in the background, so I made to post that to our Instagram, just so people know what the fuck I'm talking about. It's gonna be like that
0: picture in um, Life is Strange with
1: <laughs> all the pictures in front of you and the back of your head and just a wall of sriracha. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So that's that's uh, that's uh what I've been up to, like, non- gamey-wise. Sweet. Yeah. What have you been playing? Um. So, uh... I finished prey. Yeah, I saw that. And um, what do you think? I liked it a lot. It it's definitely it has its its flaws. Yeah, name some. Well, because um, I will agree probably with all of them. The game takes too long to get moving. <sighs> to, to to be honest, like it took me about six hours for it to really like sink its teeth into me and like its hooks. So I really wanted to keep playing.
0: I appreciated that though after the fact because I was like, okay, you're this person who doesn't know what the fuck is going on, you have nothing to defend yourself, and you're trying to figure out things, you're not going to be able to just go in there and kick ass. I mean, that's obviously how you'd be. You'd be like having to sneak around and like what the fuck is happening, and then you build up your arsenal. So it made sense to me after, but yeah, when I started, I mean, I've already complained enough on this podcast (laughs) about how much I hated it and I didn't want to do it anymore, but I, I appreciated it at the end.
1: Well, it's like I did I struggled kind of through the whole game. Like there was never a time where I felt oh, it's totally overpowered and amazing. I actually played it on easy mode and I was Really? Yeah, I was and it was still hard, um especially at the end. Um at the towards the end, uh, I don't want to spoil anything for anybody. Um
0: it gets hard.
1: Yeah, like the, the enemies tend to sort of step up their aggressiveness. Yeah. And they don't a, let you breathe the whole game. There's more environmental hazards and eventually there also is like a sort of entire um new enemy type that is uh coming at you in hordes. Uh and um eventually And like, they're hunting you. Yeah.
0: It's different from before because before you can sneak around, but these things are hunting you. And so, so they'll find you.
1: Eventually I literally started sprinting through levels. I was like, you know what? I know. Okay. And like and the game is really cool in that it is a space station that is interconnected. Mm-hmm. And so I would sort of like go to the map and figure out, okay, well if I need to get from, you know, the Arboretum to uh the power center then i need to go through the lobby and i have to go through all these things and so next thing i know like i'm just mapping it out where i'm hauling ass yeah just sprinting and you're, you're like
0: click that door so yeah. it goes in the next screen click it click it click it i don't care who's behind me i'm not gonna look just click it
1: and then <laughs> because of that though the next complaint the load times yeah oh my god i know well especially like the last hour i covered so much ground i went to so many different places I would sprint for 12 seconds to get to the next door and then wait 90 seconds for the area to load. Was yours
0: a disk or was it a or did you have it downloaded?
1: Uh, it's a. It was a disk, but they copied the disk fully onto your hard drive. The disk it... is mostly there just to make sure that you still own it. Ah, And so, gotcha. so it's still the off same, the hard drive. Same load time. And, and I'm on a PS4 Pro, which technically I think should load a little faster because it has more processing power. It took I'm not a sure. long time to load. It's yeah. long loads.
0: but um, Especially since, remember I was saying you have to like start doing all these... Things where you have to go from
1: screen to screen from area to area and it's like but it takes so long yeah especially the last hour i covered a lot of ground and i definitely had to wait a long time on all those load screens yeah um but yeah i mean like like i gotta say also like eight hours the game suddenly sort of expands and like your skill tree that you can level up your character with pretty much like doubles and it really Mm -hmm. changes how you look at the game yeah and um And so, yeah, there was a lot of it going on that I really did like. Um, I like that it is very much a combination of Deus Ex and Bioshock. Um, I didn't mind searching everything in the game so you can then recycle it and make ammunition until towards the end where I was like, you know what? I'm kind of sick of this. I'd rather just buy ammunition or find more on the ground. Yeah. Instead of having to, like, lug all my recyclable trash to a recycler. Um, But, like, yeah, so I feel like the game overstayed its welcome a little bit. But I did really like it. There was a lot of pieces of it I really did enjoy, and I second your uh, your crush from ago. A Morgan, you is very dreamy. Very dreamy. Um, thank you. But yeah, so uh, <laughs> I the, agree. The game took me about twenty four hours to to play through. My game save, I think, and did it twenty four hours and fifteen minutes. I did about twenty seven hours, so.
0: and but I did on normal. Yeah, no, oof, man, no, thank you. But see, where you had trouble the whole time, I got to a certain point in the game, probably about 15 hours in, where I was able to either overpower or outsmart the enemies the rest of the way through. Even when it got, like, real tough, I just somehow had enough ammunition to just, like, make it through everything without having to worry too much. Well, it's like,
1: at one point in the game, I made the mistake of trying to... Like, all of a sudden, there was a a turning point, and there were three of a certain type of enemy in my face, and... Don't you hate having to talk about the game, and you can't give any details? I I don't want to... Everybody
0: out there right now, play it so we can say details. (laughs) Um,
1: All of a sudden, there's three of these things in my face, and um, it was taking, like, six or seven fully upgraded shotgun blasts at close range to kill them, and it was, like, I blew through so much ammo, and I kept playing. I was thinking, like, I'm so close to the end, I'm just going to keep going, and... Um. Eventually, I was just like I was out of ammo, and I was getting my ass handed to me. I was pretty much screwed, and I realized I wasn't saving my game enough manually. Oh yeah. And so the next morning, I did quick save every step I took. I was quick saving, but I if you go and like I made oh yeah was, I yeah, yeah. To go and like save it to make like a new save file totally. And so by the time I was done, I was rocking all ten save files that are available to you, and I uh, ended up um. The following morning, going back to my last manual save, I lost about two hours of progress. And I changed oh, – well, I did on purpose. Like, I went back because so I was like, I, I've gone too far down a certain path that didn't help me. And instead of fighting this type of enemy, I either needed to run Yeah, or, or just come back later. I found I, – I ended up unlocking a power that made it significantly easier. Oh, that's good instead i, I did a uh one of the powers that makes you able to mind control them so uh... they didn't fight they didn't fight me they fought for me and it completely changed the game and the game you know you can play it without unlocking that ability like that's the thing the game actually is i didn't very... unlock that ability yeah, the game's very smart in that it actually is built so you can kind of approach it a lot of ways yeah and um of all the sort of abilities of that type of subset, that's like the one that I unlocked that I actually used, and it changed the last four hours. Wow. Again, in a really positive could, way. Could
0: you just mind control almost any enemy? Uh,
1: it was, I just did the mind control for robotic that... enemies. Oh. And it completely changed how I dealt with um, any sort of robotic. I hack them. Well, robotic I, enemies. I tend to hack them also, but usually the stationary ones. Anything that was flying. It was nice that you could just sort of, you can mind control it from far away. Oh, yeah. See, I had to shoot them down and hack them. And, and took a little bit of time. Yeah, shoot them down and take some some ammo. Yeah. So, yeah, Prey was, uh, it was good. It took me 24 Sweet. hours. It's not a seven-minute speed run like the new word world record has just been set, by the way. Have you seen that video? I could, seven minutes? So, someone has finished Prey within seven minutes. Six minutes, 59 seconds is the world record. Shh.
0: I will have to look that. Up.
1: Yeah, it's pretty crazy. A lot of um, a lot of uh, gaming sites covered it.
0: How do they even do the first part? Within
1: uh, there is a because it's all like speedruns are all about exploiting hacks. Yeah, and one of the first ones that they found was if you put like a chair in, I think your bathroom, and it like gets like on the sink or whatever, or on the the doorway, then you can jump through a seam in the ceiling. And just move on to another part of the game. Wow! And like they use the glue gun extremely well to create platforms to yeah. get into higher points and stuff. Like it's very, 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 um, very skilled navigation.
0: I'm gonna have to check that out. Totally. Cool. Well, I bought Nidhog thanks to you. Yes. Yeah, it's four dollars ninety five cents on PSN right now. And let me tell you, I love it. But Keith, my roommate is obsessed with it. <laughs> he and he kicked my ass the first time he played. I think
1: that is a game with a little bit of beginner's luck. Yes,
0: but then I caught on to his shenanigans and I fought back with no mercy, but Excellent. But
1: um yeah, that game gives me a little bit of anxiety. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very high stress game. It Really is. And is it the same whenever uh, you don't have an entire crowd of uh, an entire crowded room yelling and and
0: I think I, I, I like the energy. Because that was fun. That, that
1: was fun. Like that party was very, very raucous yeah, when it came to the Yeah, but there were four Nidhogg. of us
0: doing it and it was just high stress. Nice. But it was fun. I love that game. Nice. Well, I mean, I've been trying to figure out what the next game I'm
1: going to play is.
0: But I, I finished oh. another game. <gasps> what? You finished another one? I finished Life is Strange. <gasps>
1: the entire season?
0: Yeah, the five episodes. Oh,
1: how was it? No spoilers, I have not played the game. I'm not gonna spoil one. it.
0: Is probably one of my top ten favorite games ever. Really? Yeah. I thought it was just I mean, it's like life. You make choices and sometimes bad things happen, sometimes good things happen, and they utilize like the butterfly effect, like where you use it, make a any small mistake or decision that affects the rest of your game. And let me tell you that without saying anything, episode three. Goosebumps. I mean, literally standing up on my arms, goosebumps. <laughs> and by the time I got through episode five, I was just a hot mess. <laughs> like, I, I was speechless. I couldn't. And then I had to go back and I watched on YouTube all the alternate things that oh, I didn't do. Yeah. So I didn't have to replay the game. What's the lead
1: character's name in that, by the way?
0: Max. Max. And okay. then her Chloe. best friend is Chloe. Yeah, and that one I'm. I know. So happy to have two of my favorite characters now are both Chloe. Oh yeah, it is like my favorite thing ever. I'm collecting the Chloes. Yes.
1: <laughs> so, uh well, congrats! Yeah. That's your what second uh, completed game of the year, right? That yeah. and pray. Is it pray. Uh, uh, Unless there were others, I feel like
0: there's got to be another. If I thought about it real no, hard, we
1: need to think about it. You gotta get your count up. Uh, <laughs> I think I just I think I just hit what 16? You hit Pre? 16. Yeah yeah. Um, yeah, I also I just started a new game last night. Uh just dabbling. Um there's a new twin stick shooter. A lot of
0: your games are like 4 hour games.
1: Yeah, I'm okay with that.
0: I'm okay with it too. I'm just saying like, yeah,
1: sometimes you got to play the iOS titles, get your numbers up. Although this year I don't think I've done any of those. I
0: tr- trust me, I'm not trying to
1: beat you. That is not my end game. No, <laughs> and honestly like I, I think this year I kind of made the declaration I was going to make it more about quality than quantity um that's fair enough and yeah and, and so far i've i've enjoyed all the games i've played yeah. for the most part like and this year i mean just like looking back like yeah i did a final fantasy game uh finished dark souls 3 like dlc uh resident evil 7 still i think one of my favorite games of the year really resident evil 7 was that good huh okay um, and looking back i feel really good about it it was great um you yeah, have like to play like zero Strange. dawn did like you Gen download zelda they're all good. So many games this year. Were yeah, good. I want to play Horizon Zero Dawn.
0: I am going to go back to the, either The Witcher 3 or Andromeda next.
1: Really? You're going to go back to Andromeda? Give it another go? <sighs> I think I'm done. I think I'm walking away. And I feel bad.
0: I don't want to, but I feel like I owe it to Mass Effect to finish
1: it. I think it, it's so weird watching all the gameplay footage for uh, Anthem. Oh, yeah. I kind of feel like I'm okay just waiting for Anthem, which... I feel kind of sleazy because, like, I love Mass Effect as an idea, but the game is just not going to work for me. I don't think
0: it's not a great game. We yeah, decided that.
1: Yeah, last night I started a new twin stick shooter called uh, Nex Mahina. And um, it uh, it's yeah dual stick shooter similar to like Smash TV or Robotron.
0: And, Ooh, I love Smash TV. Well, I
1: rock at the arcade. And it actually has I want to say I think it was the same developer who did Robotron and Smash TV came to it was a collaboration between him and Housemark. And Housemark did Rezo Gun and uh, Geometry Wars, I think, I or I don't know, um, or no, or Super Stardust. They do one of the two. Ooh, Super and Stardust. I think that's I, I think that's how smart Stardust. And um same company. Uh and so like they they know how to make a dual stick shooter really well. Yeah. And they're they're also doing it with the guy who like made them really famous. And uh it is very active. There's a lot on screen at once. It's real cool. It's awesome action. It's in HDR, so it's beautiful um it's vr no hdr oh. the, that super high dynamic range color thing where like the just the the brights are bright and the darks are dark it's yeah real nice. super contrast yeah i like so, that like, it um it really is it's very very good it's getting kick-ass fucking reviews right now um and i played it at psx and i was really very excited about it and um now that's actually out i'm enjoying it very much it's good nice so next machina if you're feeling yeah. saucy Go I get. always feel saucy, but yeah.
0: I yeah. I
1: live my life in a constant state of sauciness. <laughs> I have no idea what that's from. No, I it's just me being saucy. <gasps> really?
0: Yeah. That's good. So, good for you. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah, but my my next game. Uh, yeah, now that you finished Life is Strange, f- what is next for you? Well, now that they've unlocked new DLC content for Uncharted multiplayer, <laughs> Chloe got. Two new costumes. Uh oh. Yeah, the Savage Starlight costume, which is Savage Starlight, sounds like a
1: like it's
0: like retro. It sounds like
1: a women in prison movie. Oh, I wish it was. Or the name of a strip club. It could go either way.
0: Like Bitch Planet. (laughs) Savage
1: Starlight. Um. No.
0: Okay. Okay. It is the coolest. Yeah. What is it? The coolest. It's kind of like Tron. What? Yeah. Okay. It's like Tron suits. Approved. And um yeah, she has a, like the, the textures that they make for these costumes for the Savage Starlight, like for the character creation, is so beautiful. Like it looks like chrome and like um metallic. It's really cool. So I got the Savage Starlight costume and they also um did a barbarian one that kinda looks a little bit Wonder Womany. I wish they would like make a Wonder Woman costume for Chloe. I'd be totally down with that, but...
1: Man, I looked up Savage Starlight. All I'm seeing is Nathan Drake in Savage Starlight, and yeah. Yeah, he... It's pretty approved. I I like it.
0: And he's not even the cool one. He's like the basic Betty.
1: Yeah, but... Yeah, Yeah,
0: so... Yeah, so I'm I'm down for that. So, yeah, so I'm going to be doing some more Uncharted, because I actually did throw in ten bucks for that DLC because I could not wait Aw, to get that shit. costume. You're doing the you're doing the I know, but it's it's for Chloe. Uh-huh. it's for Chloe. Anything for my Chloe.
1: <laughs> Alright, so yeah, someone who took a staunch firm stance on uh
0: And I also bought Nidhog, but I mean that was a game that Th- That's a digital that's game. Not, that's yeah, not DLC. that doesn't count.
1: But as someone who took such a firm stance on DLC before all you gotta do is throw some Chloe at it and you're like, okay you yeah. just roll right over on that I one. rolled over and said, please,
0: sir, can I have some more? <laughs>
1: <laughs> nice. Yeah, so, but. Excellent. So back to Uncharted 4 for you. Definitely. Yeah. So I think, yeah, for me, it's next Machina and then. Because oh, Lost Legacy is coming out soon. It's very soon. Uh, August. August. Yeah. And I think my next game is probably, I think I might play Cave Story on the Switch, which is like a Metroidvania style 2D exploration <laughs> side scroller. Sweet adventure game
0: i've been doing a lot of bro force again too <laughs> back into bro force in full force i mean oh because i didn't realize they have a, a battle mode oh so been doing battle mode that's nice. pretty cool it's intense nice so yeah yeah cool so yeah do you have anything to teach me i do this week i have a word that again i cannot pronounce but i will try my best <laughs> <laughs> looking forward to this the word of the week Week, By dictionary dot com, yes, is cacaope, cacaope, and it's a noun. How's it spelled? C a c o e p y.
1: C a c o was it? P y. Cacaope. Okay, I'm guessing. So it's a noun, and yeah, you want a hint? Mm, well, I mean, I'm guessing it is like a, a sort of amalgamation of something that is clashing or unpleasant yeah, um you're so good well it's kind of yeah uh, but you're on the right Kobe, path like but i'm trying to think how it would be a noun it, it just feels like it's, it's like a collection of basically bad. what
0: i do every week when we do dictionary.com what is that week. what do i do every single time forget the word close <laughs> <laughs> what, what is it incorrect
1: pronunciation oh, or a mispronunciation i like that cuz i mean cuz you know like it the fir- like the 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 root i went with was the like like as in cacophony
0: cacao 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 is that our secret word no, safe like, word?
1: Caco- cacao cuz c- uh, cacophony is like uh it's you know like a like, um, unpleasant sounding thing yeah and so it makes sense that like that, a hodgepodgey unpleasant yeah, sound that yeah. cacope would be a a displeasing sort of mispronunciation of something yeah that's a that's a fun one. I like that. Kakopie, yeah, and I'll know it because it's all I ever do. <laughs> yeah, very nice. Yeah, what are you looking forward to? Um, well, there was this bit of news that happened this week that I know what you're going to say. Yep, I'm looking. And I'm fo- right there with you. I'm looking forward to it, except I know I'm not going to fucking get it. So I'm looking forward. Did they already have like a pre order today? D- was it today? It's today. Uh, well, it's
0: an- it's any time today. So. Well, no, I think it was it's yesterday right now, which is,
1: what yeah. I mean, but well, I, I know there was a pre-order, I guess, in the UK, and it sold out like instantly. Fuck! So that's right, everybody. We're talking about the uh, Super Nintendo Entertainment System Classic. Classic. So uh, for now on, I will refer to it as the SNES Classic because I always SNES. called the SNES. Um, and good thing tight. Thank you. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like it's got a kick-ass roster of games. Yeah. And 21 games, or 21 20? games, yeah. and one of them has never been released before. Star Fox 2, which I don't know if I care about Star Fox 2, but it is a kind of fun novelty that it is there. Yeah. I would just be looking forward for a great excuse to play Super Metroid again and uh was it um, Yeah,
0: Super Metroid, I am so down for. Well,
1: and it'd be great to be able to play Legend of Zelda a Link to the Past on a TV and um the biggie for me, one of the big ones is um Secret of Mana. And the what Yoshi's Super, Island, Super Mario RPG. Oh, that was a good Ugh, one. Contra Three, The Alien Wars, and it comes with two controllers. Love Contra. There's so much shit that they're doing bucks. right. It's so good. So like, much stuff. The price is good, but I can guarantee you that supply is going to be completely squeezed, and it's going to suck to try to get unless you're willing to pay three, four hundred <laughs> bucks again. Which you know what? I'm terrible with money, and I never bought the NES Classic because fuck that like everyone who's doing that sort of crazy that's jerky the gray market scalping thing is really not cool that's really jerky of you people it really bums me out and like it's
0: almost a sick twisted thing like okay we know you need money but come on we want to play the games hey
1: you know there's a lot of normal jobs you can get without reselling stuff for over right that's that's just robbing
0: people that's that's basically robbing. I mean,
1: I might have to sue you. Well, and it's it's <laughs> supply and demand. I guess people are paying what the market will allow, but yeah, you know, unfortunately a lot of like really big fans and like collectors and stuff can't really afford to or, or I mean, I'm not willing to part with that much money for a very cute dedicated little toy. Um I
0: mean, even at 300 400 bucks when those games were new though, we were dishing out oh, 50 yeah. 60 bucks a pop. Oh, yeah.
1: No, I mean, if you're looking at like just how much that uh, should cost like if you looked at every single game as 50 bucks that's what 450 bucks yeah but um if math serves it's late uh, I don't know. but then of course it there's the console beautiful. itself and all that uh, so yeah i mean and it's
0: so cute it fits in your hand i know Ugh. and it's so like it just reminds me of i i mean when that system came out i remember i was with my brother and we were waiting and there is this field by our our house and we waited all day outside, just playing in the field, because we didn't want to go home until we knew Dad was going to be home to bring home that damn system. <laughs> and show enough, he did. Nice, and it was real fun. So. so
1: yeah, it just it bums me out that like I feel like they've created another kind of must-have item that no one's going to be able to get. And at the same time, like I would actually be okay if they would just start up the virtual console on the Switch. But I feel because like the 3DS has a virtual console, the Wii U had virtual console, the Wii did. Why has the Switch not gotten its virtual console yet? It could be to generate more demand for these one-off classic systems, but right now
0: uh, I would say 100% yes. Yeah,
1: right now just like even if for the Switch you charge me 80 bucks, like charge me the same amount of price that you would charge me for all the hardware and give me this bundle of games, I would gladly buy it. Yeah. Like I just want access to these games that I can play on an HD TV with no real headache. Yeah. That's what I want. And I don't want to do, you know, uh emulation through like a third party system like the Retron. I just want to be able to play it on a Nintendo and is platform. The
0: reason they're not making it's just a limited supply, is that just because they want to kill
1: us softly or what's the I, reason? I think it's generating a bunch of buzz. I mean, like, technically the NES Classic, I believe, was like the I think it might have been the number two top selling game system of last year. And they only sold it for a couple of months. I, I, I could be wrong, though, so don't quote me on that. Um, but I know that it was a huge seller.
0: Hmm. And
1: I mean, every unit that they made sold. Um, and because it was such a hard to get item, they got Those headlines fuckers. about it. Fuckers. You know, like something that just is a abundantly available and sells well is not nearly as sexy of a story uh, as it is the
0: tickle me elmo of our generation
1: supply being squeezed and people are going crazy so yeah i i know that they've said that they're already like doing significantly more uh like a increased production line of the super nintendo classic Hmm. but um doesn't change the fact that i'm pretty confident even with increased supply it will not be enough to satisfy the, the masses. Yeah. like it just won't be.
0: And I just want to say I'm sorry that you keep catching me pick my nose, but I have a crusty, dusty booger up there, and I, I... cannot get it out. <laughs> it's okay, I hadn't even noticed. <laughs> <laughs> really, I've been like no, digging for gold the whole time. <laughs> it's, <fine. laughs> it's up there. I'll get you, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, I feel it like every time I I speak, I like feel this
1: like. This like Twitter painting flipper flapper <laughs> up there. <laughs> Jesus, yeah, I didn't even notice. And you so you went like just committed to detail on that. Uh, stay classy. Thank you, um, San Diego. So let's see, like other noteworthy news. Um, Harry Potter just turned twenty. Mm-hmm. The series, mean I'm not 20 the boy. Years
0: older than the day I saw
1: it in theaters. No, that means you're only like. 16 years older than when you saw the theaters, I think. It's 20 years from the the first book. book. Okay. Have you read any of those books? Oh, I've read them all. Okay. Yeah, because like it's Uh, I know that, like, right now, Facebook is full of people that are, you know, like... I've been seeing the art all over. When people are typing... If you type in, like, Gryffindor or Harry Potter or whatever, it becomes, like, a clickable thing in your status that creates, like, a wand that does, like, a little blast of magic. It's very cute. Just for today or for... Uh, I noticed it yesterday, I think. And it's still Mm -hmm. going through today. Um, But do you know what house you are? I didn't really agree with it, so... What is it? Well, I... Per what, Pottermore?
0: That, uh, that? You don't get to choose. Pottermore is the official. That's the sorting hat. Yeah, but
1: the the hat actually like I thought the hat, the took, hat tricked me. The, I thought the hat took your uh your um it does it your preference your yeah preference. like you know into things. So um I was sorted Hufflepuff and that doesn't really <laughs> strike me as appropriate. Um just what did you want to be Gryffindor? No, I, I I see myself more as a snooty Ravenclaw. I'm a Ravenclaw. That's what I... I. It just seems to... I mean, looking at, like, the... The, what? Gryffindor is bravery. Slytherin is a sort of cutthroat or ambitious, I guess.
0: The, or the, Yeah. And
1: Hufflepuff is, like, the friendly... Yeah. ...collaborator type. And yes. Ravenclaw is the... the wise,
0: ostentatious,
1: and the goopy. Yeah. And so Ravenclaw is more where I feel I align, but...
0: I think you're a Ravenclaw. Yeah. That's yeah. what I feel
1: like, but... Whatever. But, um... I know who I am.
0: Commander is a uh, Hufflepuff, and he's cool. Newt Scamander from Mm. Fantastic Beasts. I liked him. Yeah.
1: So, um... But, yeah, it's crazy. Harry Potter, 20 years ago. I mean,
0: I believe it. I feel, like, ancient, but who am I to judge?
1: Well, it's it's so funny. I I guess, you know, I mean, yeah, I was 14 when... I had Harry Potter... Like,
0: I used to take the, um... Well, this is when the movie came out because I didn't get into the books until I saw the first film, and then I was hooked. Oh. But after I saw the first movie, I bought the calendar, cut out all the pictures, and put it up all over my dorm room freshman year. Really? Yeah. So that it was two thousand when um, the first movie came out, I guess. Then, yeah. And I loved him, and I still love you, Daniel
1: Radcliffe. And I know you're
0: betrothed or whatever, but oh, hey, it? I'm still
1: here. <laughs> um. Yeah, it, it, it was funny. Like, I, I obviously had heard all of the Harry Potter scuttlebutt all over the world. Um, just, you know, people were way into it. And um, my first job in... Scuttlebutt. Scuttlebutt. Uh, my first job in high school when I was 16 was at a Walden Books. And, of course, Harry Potter was massive, everywhere. And I hadn't read any of them. And so people were flipping out. Uh, I think uh, book three had just come out and yeah that's my favorite well, and the that's, prisoner of yeah, that's the one that i think i kind of convinced everybody oh this isn't just for kids anymore this is for the world like this is a big deal and i was still like eh, who cares and then when i was there i was there for the launch of book four okay and um that was i remember when it came in i was like holy shit this yeah. book is giant you could Goblet kill a child fire. with this book crush their head and totally and um and my sister is actually kind of a snobby reader um but I do trust her opinion mm-hmm. and my mom will read anything you put in front of her pretty much like my mom's just like she's a voracious reader and she read I think I bought like a paperback version of it for like 699 with my discount even cheaper yeah. and I just like hey mom in case you want to read this here you go whatever and so she read it and she loved it and I was like oh, okay well mom you read you read a lot of things whatever uh but like you know you don't have the most she has discerning taste, but I wanna say my, she she'll read anything, but like she just, you know, if she has a good time, she's like, It was great, cool. Um, and then my sister, who's much more snobby, uh read the first one and she was like, Well, it was fine. And then um she was like, If you can the second one for a discount, just I guess I'll read it. So I I bought her the second one just for the hell of it and she was like, Yeah, it was fine. Then she read the third one. I bought that one for a discount. Hooked. And she was like, It was okay. What? And then the fourth one, she bought on her own at like full price and read the entire thing in like one or two sittings in a cross country road trip with a flashlight. And at the end of of book four, she called me. That's like her own adventure she was on. She called me saying like, all right, where's book five? And I was like, it's. I She's no like, one no like, no one knows. Book four just came out. Like you're looking at at least a year. And she started yelling at me. She was like, "What the fuck? Like I need to know what's gonna happen." And it's like at that point, I realized like I need to figure out what's going maybe on. Maybe I should read these. And so my freshman year of college, I finally like committed and I read through books one through three.
0: Yeah, that's and what I did too. After I saw yeah. the first film, I was like, I'm and going through them
1: the whole time. I was like, they're okay, I guess. I didn't like book three that much. I didn't like book two. Book I, I like two more Chamber than three. Chamber of
0: Secrets I thought was just like so obnoxious. I like
1: two more than three. Weird. Uh, and then, but uh, Goblet of Fire though. That when, was, yeah. When I read that one, that's when I was. Con- Is that your favorite? That's my favorite of the series. Mm, and I was convinced at that point that, okay, yeah, these are good. And then um, oh, yeah, I, I worked at uh, the Virgin Store for books five and six when those came out. And then I worked at Book Soup for the last book. And so, um, so I did was the whole series, yeah, Almost. pretty much. Well, yeah, Almost. books. Uh, what three through seven? I yeah. worked in bookstores for, and so I got to see like you know I worked a lot of midnight events where people did, dress um, up and
0: J.K. Rowling should have signed at Book Soup, I think.
1: Oh, that would that have been that would have been a cool. fucking crazy scene. Yeah. though. Oh I, my, I yeah.
0: um, saw RuPaul sign at Book Soup. How was that? Fucking amazing. Because uh, yeah, I've gone to my fair share of book signings yeah. there, and. RuPaul and I talked about Fresno, because I'm from Fresno, and when I told him that, he was like, oh my god, Judge Judy has this great episode that happened with the people from Fresno, da-da-da, and I went on this whole tangent, and I was like, oh wow, this is awesome. Wow. We had a whole moment about Fresno
1: and Judge Judy. <laughs> that is, that is, uh, that's a deep cut there, when you talk about Fresno and going into a Judge Judy episode. Oh, it was good. Nice. Totally worth it. So, Happy twentieth anniversary, Harry Potter! Yeah, you and I love you, Snape. You feel old.
0: I love you, Snape. You'll always be alive in my heart.
1: <laughs> Spoiler alert! Jesus, only twenty years later. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Would well, you got
0: any other news? Yes, I have some news. So they're still on strike. sag oh, the SAG strike. Yeah. yeah, and there's still articles happening about what the fuck is going on and what they're fighting for. And it makes me sad because there's a lot of really good games out there that are having to change their voice actors because of the strike. So I just wanted to, um, since we haven't really touched upon it and it has been going on for a few months now, and it is the longest strike I think SAG's ever had. I believe it is SAG the Africa. longest
1: running SAG strike ever.
0: Yeah. Um. So... The four problems that the um, actors are going on strike for, or the union is striking, is one throat damage for voice actors because there's a lot of yelling that has is involved and in constantly for. Four hours at a time, so that's like typical run. So they're trying to cut it down to two hours. Yeah, for any the sort break.
1: Of extremely yeah, harsh. Yeah, because stuff.
0: apparently well, as you know, you play video games like if you're doing like Mortal Kombat, you gotta scream a hundred different ways
1: to get like a the type of reaction they're looking for. So let's I was talking to one voice performer who said that they had to they were given a glass of water and they were told to drown. And, like, so they had to, like, pretty much, like, gargle and choke on water. And that was, like, a thing that happened to them. Like...
0: Yeah. Well, second thing is dangerous stunts. Yeah.
1: Like, it's... And it was a thing where they honestly were... They felt very uncomfortable.
0: Yeah. And, um... Yeah, I would feel uncomfortable. I would feel abused a little bit, actually. Because you're not a stunt person.
1: Well, and it is it is very... Like, yeah, I mean, also, like, the voice is their instrument. And when you, especially like when when comes to screaming and stuff, you're asking people to like possibly blow out, blow out like a thing that could hinder their ability to get future work.
0: Exactly. And the, the, uh, to piggyback off of that, the third thing is mystery roles. So a lot of these voice actors get these gigs, they get hired, but they're not 100% looped in on what they're going to be doing until they get there because the people creating the game
1: don't want like the game to get out to the Mm -hmm. public. Yeah. So Which I know like with the mystery role thing, it tends, yeah, like there's a couple of problems with that. Right. Yeah. In that um, if the actor for some reason, say is opposed to that role or opposed to that game, like on a personal, uh not political, but like on a personal stance about something like they can't really refuse because they don't know. And also they have a hard time negotiating for appropriate uh pay or what have residuals, you. Residuals. Yeah. Yeah. When it comes to That's a game the that is thing. massive, well, yeah. even beyond residuals though, like, you should be able to have more leverage when you are when you know you're going for a massive, massive game instead of just a little indie thing. Yeah, totally. And then, yeah, of course, the, the post-performance pay of residuals is um, tricky because yeah. Interactive it, hasn't figured it out yet fully, I don't think.
0: Well, I guess the argument is, like, how much does a voice actor, should they get versus, like, an actor who's, like, actually in a film and... I don't know how they would work that out. Me, even like, because I think actors get like four point five percent for the films, like mm-hmm. major films. I mean, even two point five percent—that's at least something. Like, if you're paid a hundred thousand dollars to do like uh Modern Warfare or something like that, and the game makes a billion bucks, at least you'll get, you know, get some money, some money out of that. Because yeah, I, mean, I
1: remember hearing an like a thing about um the guy who was the voice of Nico Bellic for GTA Four. And I think the rumor was that he, like, I I don't, these are all numbers of memory, so fingers crossed these are right. Uh, I believe he was paid, I think $32,000 for that role. And the role involved reading, I think four or five screenplays worth of dialogue. Like, I mean, it's a huge game and he's the lead character. And so you do many performances worth of content compared to like a normal role. And, he hit the amount he got paid was what he got paid that's it the game made i think was it like 700 million in like six days or some shit like it made a huge amount of money and he never received any additional money and when he actually spoke up about it um i believe he was pretty much like just kind of didn't really get that much work ever again um because it was just, it's a bummer. Were, or it's, he's like a whistleblower. I guess.
0: That's bullshit. And so
1: it is a, it is a bummer. Like, yeah. I feel like... Uh, well,
0: that's the problem you know. with the video game industry. The, there's no real union for it. And SAGAP is trying to, like, up the stakes and say, hey, you need to treat these actors, like, with some respect. You can't do... Well, I mean, that's for people who work in gaming, too. Like, working these 15 to 20-hour days at a time is like where do you draw the line cuz there is no line because
1: everybody's salary well and a big thing that i think a lot of people are are talking about when it comes to the sag strike when it comes to like residuals and stuff is that like yeah i mean obviously performance does matter and it is it is a thing where like you want to have um you know uh Union talent in your game more often than not because they they and although it is interesting like in that um, more and more games use performance capture as well as voice capture now like they're not you're not just a voice actor you're an actor because you're using your body because they're doing mo- they're doing motion tracking yeah more often than not now or not more than not but a lot of times there's yeah. motion tracking now yeah stunt stunt work like well and yeah Naughty Dog like all their stuff tends to be real motion capture yeah um and they uh but like. I think the, part of the, the concern is that, like, if they figure out a good sort of residual process for the performers, then when are the developers going to speak up? Yeah. Like, when are the well, software engineers and I all mean, artists? I mean, there's, like, ten
0: huge companies that are not responding. They're, like, just keeping the door shut to this whole situation. They're going to have to open it sometime because, I mean, I am really butthurt that Ashley Birch is not reprising her role as Chloe in Life is Strange yeah for the for the prequel for the prequel and that's i mean she does a fucking awesome job and to not have i mean okay if a different actress played her role in the first one i wouldn't know the difference but now that i know what chloe sounds like i know who she is and we've had this whole like connection because of this first game i'm gonna be real like turned around when the second game comes out i'm like that's not chloe's voice i gotta get reused to this character now
1: well it is disappointing that ashley's been recast but at least i mean it is i guess you know silver lining it's good to see that she is supporting the strike i mean it sucks yeah. that the strike is happening but it I... is nice to see that she's supporting it following the the sort of lines that have been drawn yeah and i know she was brought on though to help write the prequel Like there are articles about this at least that Ashley was brought on board to help write the character of Chloe for the prequel. Like she knows this character. She got. I want her voice. (laughs) You have you have her mind and her words at least. I
0: do want to read a quote from her from Ashley Birch. Yeah, and it said, or her quote is: "This is an amazing industry that is creating engaging and compelling experiences for its players. There's so much passion and love in the folks that work in this industry, but I think sometimes that passion gets taken advantage of." And you shouldn't have to endure unfair or unsafe working conditions to be able to do something you love. That's it. But, yeah. I mean, I think that pretty much says it all.
1: Yeah. But, but I do like at least the fact that she was able to contribute to this game in a different way. Yeah. Um. Given that she is in a situation where her hands are sort of tied. Like, she can't be Chloe without... Undermining the sort of uh, collective power of the strike.
0: Yeah, no, she can't. I mean, I I understand that. So at least, like, at least
1: she's still having some say in it, giving you an enriching Chloe experience.
0: I'm totally on Ashley's side that she's on the right side of the line. Yeah. It's just, I'm angry at the other side of the line for not going, hey, we're going to listen to your concerns.
1: It is frustrating. And I do kind of wonder what will be the thing that sort of finally uh flips that or like you know what uh you know where we finally get to a, a resolution on that yeah because I, I think i mean i could be wrong but i believe a lot of a lot of games we haven't actually witnessed the dropping quality or like the we haven't seen the repercussions of the strike yet fully because a lot of it was like oh if you were already under contract like before the strike happened you could still perform and you could still record for that game i believe I'm, yeah. not, I'm not 100%. But I think we're still seeing, because just because games have such long production times and people record their stuff so early, that we're still seeing games coming out that have. I mean, it takes four years yeah. plus. we're So st- we're, st- we're seeing games that actually have union talent still coming out. Uh, like, I mean, like for example, I mean, with, uh, with Shadow of War coming out later this year, yeah. starring Troy Baker. Like, we're it, going is to Nolan still. Nolan
0: North in that, too? Uh,
1: Nolan North actually is the uh, other half of him, the yeah. Caleb Brimbor character. Yeah. And so. Yeah, I mean, like we're going to have the same cast in that game that we always did. God, Troy, which so cute. It could be that since so many games coming out right now have all been recorded in advance, that maybe we're going to start seeing progress in the strike happen once we have games coming that can't that would have to recast otherwise. Yeah, because yeah, a lot of games like the ink was already dry on the paperwork. They get to perform. Yeah, before this thing happened. So yeah, yeah, (laughs) crazy.
0: That's our little update on, yep. on the strike situation. Yeah. There is I, no I, end in sight, but yeah. hopefully it will come sooner than later. I do feel like if we continue to
1: update this, it's going to be like no news yet, no news yet. Uh, <laughs> like there's a, a Twitter account that I love and hate because it makes me sad, and I believe the the handle of it is um, at is Half Life Three out yet. Oh, all they tweet is no. No. That's all they tweet. And they tweet a couple times a day. So like throughout my feed, it's like, oh, is Half-Life 3 out yet? No. no. Uh, it's is it in upsetting. the works? Uh, no. I don't know. <laughs> Valve hasn't said anything. Wow. Um, But yeah, I'm ready for Half-Life 3. Uh, uh, well, I, I, th- I, I would I think you would be since you're
0: following a site that constantly says just... It's not out no. yet.
1: No. Um, I look forward to it coming out, though, just so that Twitter thing can retire. Yeah. Because it makes me so sad that... Then every yeah. day they're
0: going to say, is Half-Life out,
1: 3 out yet? Yes. yes. Hey Every day. Yes. That would actually be nice to see. Yes. And then I could also... Then I and then they're going to go to 4.
0: <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Please, I hope they already own the handle, is Half-Life 4 out
1: yet? Uh, because they need to be prepared, should Half-Life 3 ever come yeah, out. Yeah, they have a whole series
0: lined <laughs> up to 20. <laughs> um, so I just have one last little bit of news. Do yeah. you have any... Other Uh, stuff? Nothing exciting, so let's do yours.
1: So I don't know when this sale ends, so we'll probably have to tweet about it as well. But um, on the PlayStation Network, they're doing another Flash sale. It's the mid-year sale, and it has 504 games. Is
0: that what I bought Nidhogg
1: off of? No, Nidhogg was its own sale. Nidhogg was part of like a multiplayer and couch co-op sale. Wow. This is just a mid-year sale where um a lot of games are real cheap. Like for example, do tell Middle Earth Shadow of Mordor, the game of the year edition, so the one that comes with all the DLC. Yeah. No. 5.99. Shut the fuck up. If you are a PlayStation Plus member, 3.99. No. Yeah, that's that's roughly like Free. that's a frappuccino. Yeah,
0: that's a Good Frappuccino,
1: like that's a good fucking game, uh. Like and you know some of them are a little more expensive. Still, like GTA Five is thirty six bucks for non plus members, probably thirty for plus. Pretty solid deal. Uh, Ratchet and Clank the remake, so good. Ten bucks without go plus, buy it. Seven ninety nine with plus. Insomniac Games, like, awesome. There's some good stuff in here. So um, yeah, I mean there's five hundred and four listings, so I'm not gonna go into it. But um, like just.
0: Is Uncharted um, collection in there? Do you know? I don't think
1: Uncharted. Oh, wait. The, the Nathan Drake collection? Yeah, I want to repurchase that. It might be. Even though
0: it was only 20 bucks. But what if it's 3 bucks? Well, <laughs> if you can
1: keep filling the time, I will look to see if it's up there. Oh, yes. So Well, what the hell? Uh, well,
0: I don't want to change subjects, though.
1: Oh, okay. Well, um... I nearly have it up.
0: What other games would it I is, want? That is
1: not on sale. It's actually still just twenty bucks.
0: How dare it! I am not paying that much money. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but uh, but yeah, like really though, there is there's a ton of stuff up on sale, and like Mad Max is ten bucks. I think it's eight with PlayStation Plus. Uh, the Last of Us Left Behind that really great DLC about Ellie and her uh, her friend is I think like three fifty or something. It's Persona Five. Persona 5 is not on sale.
0: Yeah, it's too new.
1: <laughs> and they're
0: well, a little pretentious. You
1: know, God of War 3 Remastered. Six bucks without Plus. With Plus, cheaper. I don't have full prices on all the the Plus stuff. Yeah. But um, just... Hey,
0: like, I mean, yeah, it goes on through the weekend? Uh,
1: I don't know how long it goes.
0: Probably since it's a, like a... Well, at least because it's a oh, um, holiday weekend. Through
1: July 11th. <laughs> okay. Holy shit, you two have two weeks. Two weeks. To get into this get stuff. Get on it. But yeah, there's like 504 things. There's stuff for the PS3. There's stuff for the PlayStation Vita. I know what I'm doing tomorrow. Yeah, you gotta go, apparently, um, on the PlayStation Store website, which is where I tend to buy most of my, uh, where I do most of my PlayStation Network shopping, just because it's easier than the storefront in the system. Um, it's like I think twenty-seven pages worth of titles. Jeez. It's a huge amount of stuff.
0: I guess if I can spend ten dollars to buy a couple cute outfits for Chloe, I can look through and buy some full games for three, four bucks.
1: Yeah, like <laughs> Shadow of Mortar for four bucks. Is if you don't have it, buy it. If you hate it, I'm sorry, but it was four bucks. And if Broforce is on there for cheap, buy it because Broforce is dope force. Yeah, like there's a bunch of stuff that's like I think up to like eighty percent off. Yeah. So, um, yeah, yeah, and that's I think an um, exciting piece of news there.
0: On that note, I think Life is Strange is still free on PSN. Really? It was, I think, up until July. It will be the free oh, game of the free game of the month. Month. I so. realized that was
1: the, that was a thing this month. Yeah, I, think I bought it a ways ago and never played it.
0: It's so good. So yeah, go download that and play it, and tell me all about your love for Chloe.
1: Thank nice. you. So, yeah, that's the end of my news. What else you got?
0: The last thing is, what the fuck is a fidget spinner? Because there's a brand new game out. There's a game
1: about fidget spinners? Yeah, it's
0: like the YouTube sensation right now. And all those dodos who love, like, those weird, like, YouTube stars are in love with it. No good. No good. Do you know what a fidget spinner, like, it's just something that spins? Like but how does it spin?
1: Do you you have a, to press something? No, it's it's got like a ball bearing type thing and like you hold it and you spin it. It's like imagine like a propeller hat kind of thing. I mean it's, it's not a hat. Well, okay, like, I mean, cuz it doesn't it doesn't self spin. You have to spin it. Oh. No, it's not it's not motorized it's at just all. just very. Oh. It's the equivalent of like I a, thought maybe
0: it was like magnets or something. Nah,
1: it's Damn. It, it's they're very it's a very well um I not say lubricated but it's a, it's a very well designed thing that, like, if you are holding it and you hit it, it'll keep spinning for a while. And they are satisfying to play with. Like, a lot of people at work have them. Just... I. Um, like i have a fidget cube on my desk which i use somewhat my entire team loves their fidget cubes and then okay, i've never
0: heard of a fidget cube fidget
1: cube is it's like a it's a cube so it has six sides and like one side has like a like a light switch kind of thing on it and one side has a ball you can roll one has like wheels that you can turn the next one has like, for stress yeah it's just a way to fidget to keep yourself busy instead of like doing other fidgety behaviors it's attempt to sort of, you know, keep your attention if you are otherwise So distracted. it never was
0: really a game. It was just something you do. Yeah, it's just too. a thing.
1: Yeah, because so I mean made a game it's not like it, pogs,
0: though. it's not like marbles as no. were back in my day. You no. do pogs or marbles. There is no real game attached to it, uh, except apparently someone has made a game. I saw this um, little video of Amanda Laporte spinning two fidget spinners on her tits. It's pretty cool. <laughs> if you don't know who Amanda Laporte is, look her up. Well, I'm not surprised at all that she's the one who did it on her boobs. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Uh, nice. Maybe I'll post that. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, our, our Twitter um, feed's getting saucy. Yeah. Did you know, though, that um, the fidget spinners were created in 93? What? For, to help
1: people with ADHD. See, I know a lot of people were saying it's, it's for those things, focus, but yeah. I don't know if it seems like it's just a different type of distraction.
0: Yeah, that they say that it might not have worked for that. That's yeah. why they disappeared I for do so feel like long.
1: A lot of people who don't have ADHD have now found a way to be distracted when I talk to them. Yeah, but it's fine. I mean, they are fun. When I'm talking to people occasionally, I will grab them off their desk and play with them. But then they don't have my full attention because I'm busy looking at this fucking spinning thing. Because it's so cool. Yeah, they're they're fun. Huh. Well, I don't have
0: one. Maybe I'll get one shaped like a Batman symbol or <laughs>
1: it's something. Like I don't have one, and I'm okay with it. But uh they are fun. <laughs> yeah. So you got a crush going on? I do.
0: And mind you, it's a crush. It's not like I want to have sex with this character. Okay, because this, I
1: feel like th- this much warning, it's going to be weird. It's not weird, he's just young. Mm-hmm. But
0: it's Warren from Life is Strange. I don't know who that is. I know, but I mean, I think he's I mean, he's at least 19 because they're all in college. But who fucking cares because I don't want to have sex with him. I just think he's so fucking adorable. He's like that cute, geeky guy you could always rely on. And he says like cute phrases like, she blinded me with science. Was oh, he the one that you meet out by his car? Yeah, and he's, okay. yeah, oh, I almost gave something away, um, so,
1: uh, according to the Wikipedia, his age is younger, how old? 16,
0: how is he in college, because he's that smart,
1: are they actually in college, or is it like it's a, 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 it's a university, it's like it? a
0: photography university, they've all, they're all out of high school, all right, I don't know, whatever, he's just very smart, I don't care, I still have a crush on him, he's cute,
1: whatever, because I'm looking at, like, the Life is Strange wiki just to sort of get an idea of, like, some of these things, and...
0: 16. Uh-oh. Don't
1: haul me off. Yeah. But, um, yeah, no. Again,
0: I'm not sexually attracted to him. I'm just attracted to the character because he's so adorable. And um, he gets you out of some really fucking sticky situations, and there are some intimate moments in the game with him that you can, may or may not choose to do, which is why the game is so fucking exciting. And I love that game. So go meet Warren, go mess with his heart and tell him Satine sent you. All right, then.
1: How about you? Uh, my crush of the week is actually sort of a continuation of last week's. So is he of age? He is. Uh, oh, good. <laughs> so last week's, last week's crush was of course, um, another Assassin's Creed. No, it was Faith Connors from mirror's oh, edge. Right, yeah. And this week it is Noah from mirror's edge catalyst. Um. Here's a photo for you to look at, oh. and I'll post it. He is sort of a little bit of a daddy type. Um. He it actually kind
0: of looks like he'd be in the mafia.
1: He does look vaguely sort of like meathead Italian-y. Yeah. Um. But like he's he's not. He's a very like nurturing rebel type, wearing super like wearing the standard mirror's edge outfit, which is uh sort of asymmetric clothing with all sorts of additional bibs and bobs on them. He has a neck tattoo. Bibs and bobs. He has. Uh, hair that i really 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 want um and yeah he's just a kind of like you know beefy dad type and uh he's you know he's a good looking dude yeah and um yeah and i like that he, he likes, looks like he could
0: bake you a real good pizza
1: right and i like that he he takes care of faith and you know he uh i like that he's part of mirror's edge because that that game is good you know, yeah, like that whole sort of scene. So, so there.
0: So there, that's your crush, and I stick that
1: to it. That's my crush. Yeah, Aww.
0: I love it. Well, at least one of us isn't going after the young ones. <laughs> at least, yeah,
1: he is not jailbait. If anything, he's a little. At old. least
0: this, because I know you had Mac back.
1: I did have little Mac, who little is Mac, apparently yeah. seventeen per the canon, which uh, not okay. In not some okay. states, that would be okay. Really? Not in California, though. Uh, so I didn't know that we had different ages per state. I believe there are different ages of consent. I want to say in some of them it's It's like, probably real low in Texas. It was, it was, some of them it's like as low as like 16 or something or lower, I think. But like also, though, I imagine in those states where the age of consent is super low, they probably don't, uh, you know, look too kindly upon the gay thing. I'm... Um,
0: I would be behind that 100%. I think you're correct. Yeah. So
1: it seems like, you know, yeah, even if there is a place where the age of consent is sub-18, they would frown upon me and Little Mac's love.
0: Oh, I wouldn't. I would bless it with, you know, support.
1: I keep thinking about Little Mac, though, from the TV campaign for uh, Punch Out for the Wii. And that guy was definitely over 18. Yeah.
0: And my Warren is definitely over 18. In my head.
1: Okay, see, and that's that's what matters. You're going yeah. after uh, a version that, um. what is that? I don't know. Tape? Some sort of stick, sticker underneath Unless the been table. Unless it's from a party or something. Yeah, look we'll at it. It's very, very nice. <laughs> so, sorry, I just peeled off something from underneath the table. I'm glad it wasn't like a wad of gum. Oh, God, we're not that disgusting. No, we will I, I was expecting tape. a <laughs> wad of gum on the table, but I was not expecting a sticker, which I found a sticker of some sort. And it's
0: chrome. Ooh, shiny oof, fancy. chrome. Yeah. Sweet. Well, um, if you want to follow us on the social medias, you can follow me at Satine the Dream on Instagram and Twitter, and just Satine
1: on Twitch. And you can follow me at Fast Danger on Twitter, or at Mr. Gladstone, where Mr. is spelled out, on Instagram and Twitch. And you can follow The Chaos
0: at BitDiff Podcast on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook,
1: Or you can email us at bitdiffpodcast at gmail.com.
0: We have new episodes every Wednesday.
1: (laughs) We just powered down for a minute. And uh, would you kindly follow, (laughs) rate, and comment uh, the podcast in iTunes and Google Play. Thanks. That'd be nice. Oh, I
0: didn't even look if we had another review after we did know. I know if that's going to be like a weekly thing we do. Well, no, but because we said it last week and we were reading some, I wonder if anybody actually wrote anything. I'm going to look real fast. Well,
1: I don't know if we've been stepping up our Instagram game or if I'm just paying more attention to it, but it does feel like people have been, you know, like more responsive and commenty yeah. on, on things. I like, kind of noticed that. We might be actually onto something for once. Right? It just does sort of seem like a. Uh, a nice you know sort of thing going on where uh, people have been people have been interacting no, Oh shit and no I, new review and it's boo funny, on all of you and uh, like, <laughs> l- listener jim actually sent me a link to a video that i never got a chance to watch that i really wanted to look into oh and we so, love runaway jim yes yeah, so i'm going to actually make a note for next week for me to watch that trailer um, I'm just sad he
0: loves you more, but that's okay, Jim. No hard feelings. Give
1: Satine some love. She needs it.
0: Yeah, I want love too. <laughs> He's like, but she don't know nothing. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, you know enough. So anyway, uh, yeah, I, uh, like, I'll like i watch that and we'll talk about it next time. Because, um, yeah, I, I didn't do my homework. No, but you will. <laughs> I was too busy playing Prey all weekend. Jesus, I cannot believe how much time I put into that on Saturday and Sunday in order to finish it.
0: Yeah, it's a good game though. It was good because when you texted me and you're like, "I just did this," I was like, "You still got a few, quite a few hours to go." Yeah,
1: yeah. It was definitely a thing. And actually, and uh, sorry, more on the pray thing really fast. I guess even though we already said our goodbyes, kind of. Uh, but did we? Did I guess we didn't really. <laughs> this is the song that never ends. <laughs> um, in uh, in that like, especially at the end, like I ended up doing a thing where I sort of split my game save, so I was able to see. Several endings.
0: Oh, oh! See, I did that too, but then I just didn't go back because I just watched it all on YouTube. Oh, was actually that's a, my new thing.
1: I watched, like, yeah, I made, I made many choices. Yeah, good for you. It was nice. Hmm. Yeah, I regret nothing.
0: I regret that we can't say anything about these so-called uh, endings. <laughs>
1: seriously, like in a year, then I'll feel better about it. But like video games, we gotta give it a year. They take so long to get through for a lot of people, just because you know There's life and shit. Yeah, and there's so many out there that um, yeah, we just feel like a monster. Uh, yeah. Giving away the ending to a game that was we don't do spoilers,
0: simple. we just give away endings that are really old. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> but the statute of limitations is passed on many older games. Yeah, totally. So,
0: um, in the first level of Super Mario Brothers, the princess is not in the first castle. Well, you're kidding! Just me. so you all know, what it's a trick. See, I would know
1: that <laughs> if I was able to get my hands on an NES Classic. Uh,
0: oh, I'm, you'll never
1: so, find that princess. Yeah, I'll never, I'll never know where she actually is. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's okay. Oh wow! Well.
0: Thank you for listening and Chowsies!
1: <laughs> Bye.